0: What's up, guys? It's uh, Dirty Mike from the uh, the Parks Estate. Logan's not here tonight. Carson's not here tonight. But I'll tell you who is here tonight. Ethan, hard to beat Gilmore, is here tonight. We also got our producer, Mitchell Peterson. He's going to be cammed in, mic'd up. So if he wants to say something, he's going to say something. We're just coming at you raw tonight. We don't have a whole lot planned. Other... Than to get inside the head of my man over here, Ethan. What is up, what is up, what is up? What's going on with you, Ethan?
1: Uh, not much, just uh, school, fishing. Uh, trying to make it through this uh, pandemic.
0: Do, do you want me to tell these viewers who you are, or do you want to tell them who you are?
1: You can, uh, you can go ahead and start it.
0: All right. All right, so we've kind of alluded to some of the... Uh, Personalities associated with the Auburn University bass fishing team. Dirty Mike, me. I feel like I'm one of the, one of the voices of the team. Well, if there's one person to be even with me, it's this guy, Ethan Gilmore. We call him hard to beat. Why do we call you hard to beat? Well, the first tackle tip when uh,
1: Mitchell brought up the idea. Of starting to doing more, I I said, oh yeah, I'll do one. Like I had a whole big plan come out here, and after about seventy two takes, I came down to you did seventy two takes, something like that. I'm exaggerating <laughs> a little bit, but it was quite a few. Um, I broke down, and we kept talking about these. At the time we were sponsored by a, uh, the spot, gr- sticker. a spot
0: sticker, spot spot sticker, and
1: uh I was using a uh, screw lock shaky head. Um, I'm not gonna tell the uh, not tell the brand. Um, I, Berkeley's got good ones.
0: It wasn't a Berkeley, so it wasn't it a Berkeley, matter.
1: but uh, Berkeley makes some good ones. Um, and I was talking about making it in a smallmouth, getting on it that, and I used Pickwick and Kentucky Pick, Lake and Pickwick
0: stuff. was, yeah, the specific lake you mentioned.
1: And uh, talking about they were hard to beat when the, the smallmouth got <laughs> rubbing on them, uh, cr- crawls, and it just kind of take off from there, and uh, yeah, it, uh, it's reoccurred a few times throughout the years, but
0: uh, that was the first big thing of it. If you had to guess a number, how many times in your life have you used the term "hard to beat"? Oh God, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> it's become a running joke on the team. Oh
1: well, yeah, like it
2: definitely has. We
1: will be sitting out somewhere and. uh, they go, oh, this is hard to beat. Like, I don't think, I don't think anybody has introduced their girlfriend or anybody that they're with that I've been there. They're like, mm-hmm. they don't ever be like, oh, that's Ethan. No, it's hard to beat. It's, I don't, I don't know beat. who
0: Ethan Gilmore is. Mm-hmm. I know, I know, hard to beat. Yeah, HTB. Maybe beat. we'll start calling you HTB. Just shorten it up. Keep it like mystic. HT H2B. Hard to okay, be. H2B. I like that. I can go with that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Get
1: it uh, printed up on some shirts.
0: So where are you from, Ethan? I am from the mighty metropolis of Dothan,
1: Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what's funny is is uh, they just did the survey and all that for the census, and it's like the sixth largest growing city in the country right now.
0: Is it actually?
3: Yes. Really? And
1: I was like, what? I was like, no, no, y'all said Alabama. I was like, no, it's the United States. I go, why is that? Well, if you look at how big it actually is, People go, oh, you know so and so from Dothan. I'm like, do you realize how many high schools are in the city of Dothan? Mm.
0: How many I mean, high like, schools? When
1: I was in high school, there was Northview Dothan High, there was the couple private schools, uh, there were six or seven county schools. Okay. And so it was just massive, and people. Were, and what's funny is the two high schools that were there in Dothan were both six A schools, and that time they were the biggest one. That's the biggest you get. I was.
0: I mean, and I'm just gonna say it's crazy that you think that's a lot, because the county I went to high school in, my freshman year of high school, they opened two new schools, and that put us at 32 high schools, public high schools in the county, and now there's been more opened. Well, see, all of so ours. I'm talking about. I come from a dang big city. We'll see now, like in
1: the area we were at, where we were at in Weeksburg, and um, where? Wicksburg. It's right yeah. out, it's between, if you're heading towards Enterprise and all that out there, and uh, you're going towards, but it's between Dothan and Enterprise. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. You got Fort Rucker out there. So Fort Rucker kind of, they have expanded Wicksburg. When I was in high school, we were the smallest 2A high school. Now we're one of the largest 3As. And just okay. a matter of four or five years, we were, I mean, we I think the second year after I graduated, it was... Boom, they exploded. They've got like four new housing buildings over
0: there. I was like, this is crazy. Holy cow. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of places just blowing up right now. Like, my parents live in Jacksonville, Florida. That's one of the cities on that large, like quickly quickly oh, growing mm-hmm. cities. Tampa, where I'm from, that's on that list. Tampa's always growing. I, yeah. I don't care what
1: anybody says. They will find room to put a house in Dude, Tampa. Dude,
0: I go back to Tampa for Christmas and I feel like I'm in a new place. That's
1: the way I felt Like, like every came, time. When we came back from the break with the Corona and all this,
4: mm-hmm.
1: I couldn't, I didn't, I was not here in the summer and all that. I came back, they had, like, three new housing developments that I was watching them build. I'm like, oh my gosh. Dad and them came up uh, a couple weeks ago, and they came through, and they're like, where is all the, like, what happened? Like, all these places, like, the standard and all that wasn't built. Uh, 191 college, mm-hmm. the college. Oh, uh the Ave right down from where I'm at is wasn't even that wasn't even a thought in her mind. Uh, right there there's some houses right there. I mean, it's growing and I'm going, Well I mean their school's expanding.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, when I when I first came up to Auburn as a junior in high school, came up for a showcase for baseball, there was a Chili's in town. Nobody even knows there's ever a Chili's in Auburn anymore. I do remember that because I came it up here for ba- football. <laughs> it was back in the day, son. Our, uh, I've been here four years. I never knew that. Yeah. So. Um. And when I came here, it had like a super small town feel to it. Mm-hmm. And then when I actually moved here for school, I was like, well, this isn't anything like mm-hmm. what I remembered from this one recruiting trip which all my Auburn experiences in my memory revolve around. (laughs) And from that day to where we're at now, the city's grown, like, tenfold. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just blown up. And so, like, in the five years I've been here, like, it's hard to believe it's the same town. It's it's crazy how fast this place has grown. I've been
2: here, I mean, I came here for, like, football games and stuff, and I used to have family that moved, who lived here actually lived in the same neighborhood like w- back when I was in 6th grade so I'm not even sure how many years that is the same neighborhood you're in? No, that Logan lives in. Oh, uh, they oh, live oh, in the same oh, neighborhood here. Here. Okay, yeah, I, I got know. you. And I remember like thinking back then like getting here it, most of it was still like under construction so all of I'm not going to say exactly where in Auburn where we're at right now just right. for Logan's parents sake but <laughs> <laughs> I just remember like it was still under construction just dirt you know, just being developed. Yeah, it was being developed. Oh, yeah. It was like nothing, and seeing it now, it's insane. This how place fast. is blowing up. Like,
0: mm-hmm. I'm I'm pretty convinced that Auburn's gonna be like the next Montgomery slash oh, Birmingham yeah. of the state. Honestly, I, mean, I think oh. it'll be bigger just because ultimately you, you still I get the will. small
1: town feel. Yeah, because it's not really you don't see a lot of big high rises except for the apartment complexes and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think it's gonna blow up where you
0: still get that small town feel. I, mm-hmm. think, I think the campus is going to keep growing. Like, okay. this is what I tell people.
2: I don't necessarily think Auburn itself will grow at the rate, but maybe like Opelika and surrounding cities will grow because of I the, think you're right about Because that. of the draw yeah. that Auburn I think Loachapoka
0: will start getting bigger. Mm-hmm. Like Valley, or not mm-hmm, Valley, Valley. Um,
4: Beauregard will uh, start mm-hmm, yeah. getting bigger.
1: Beauregard is, I go through there all the time, and it seems like they're adding a new house it every really time does. I go through there. It really does. And so.
0: All right. We've gotten off topic. Yeah, way off we're topic. We're talking now, actually about. Actually, before we
2: get on topic, I know, so we were talking before we started, like how we're going to do, like bringing me on. Right. What if we kind of cut and then go into, and I'll go ahead and get in the studio with y'all. Actually, before we do that, I'm going to take a video and try to show you like what it's like, like, so I produced this. I've been our social media manager for two years.
0: This is Mitchell's Minute. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> M-M- I thought that sounded good. Oh yeah, M-M- <laughs> I'm gonna take a video just to show you like how we kind of operate.
0: Yeah, Mitchell. Mitchell has been running social media for our team for two years. Two years so year. officially, but he's been doing a lot of graphic design stuff mm-hmm. for the team since he's been on the team, which was before I was on the team. Just so Mitchell is just our tech guy. He's just a team-wide tech guy.
2: I you in there, my laptop here, and then we use a R- roadcaster. That's how we record all yep. our podcasts. And then if you want to get one of these, go to our
0: website. Yeah. I'll link it down below. Check out these tumblers.
2: Mm-hmm. The they're really, nice. They, really hold,
0: nice. they hold any drink well.
1: I think, you they're, I think they're better than the Yetis, even. <laughs> so let's just go ahead and throw that out there. <laughs> We're just calling companies out, mm. calling them out.
2: You want to cut right here, and I can jump yeah. in the studio. Yeah, 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 yeah go, go for it. it.
1: All
0: right, we're back. We had a little intermission. We had to uh, adjust some things technically.
2: I felt like I need to be out here. Except uh, the normal. I
0: think overlay. I th- I definitely think it's it's better. It fits. It mm-hmm. does.
1: Had to do a little seat situation, so uh, that helps a little bit. So All right.
2: I'm just hoping the file doesn't stop or the recording doesn't stop for some weird reason. I'm not back there to see it. To catch it. And we just keep on talking. We
1: keep talking
0: co- for two hours. We, we just sure. got a whole lot of hope right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're wishing and hoping. All right. So let's get back into where we left off. My arm's awkward because I'm having to support this microphone, but that's okay. <laughs> Ethan, you're from Dothan, Alabama. Yep. That's what, southeast Alabama? Oh, uh,
1: it's southeast like. 90 minutes from Panama City, Destin, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so what lakes do you grow up fishing?
1: I actually grew up fishing Lake Martin, which okay. is kind of awkward because my grandmother, she actually lives right down the road, like five minutes from El Cachi. Okay, And I love fishing that part of the river. There's some, I don't think many people think about the size spots that can grow on that one spot mm-hmm. because where it comes up, there's a lot of different vegetation. Uh, there's lay downs, there's rock. There's flats, there's bridge ponds. They can, they basically can stay there all year. And the fish you catch in that area are going to be, the stationary fish that stay there all all year long. Uh, they can do all what they need to right there in that creek. Okay. Um, some of the best days I've had fishing on Lake Martin. Uh, I know two or three times me and Dad have had. 16, 17, 18-pound sacks right there in that creek. Oh, holy cow. I mean, it, and good it's different time. Oh, yeah, that's a great segment you sack You anywhere. win 90% of the tournaments out of there. And then there's a – and she's also really – she's literally a mile from – uh. there's another part of the river called Johnson's Pasture. Right. Locals call it Johnson's Pasture. Uh, it's called Johnson's Boat Ramp or Boat Launch or something. If you watch FLW last year mm-hmm. for when the pros were here, They all there was a ton of them in there, and they were going. All these bedfish are everywhere. That's a great because it's got right there. There's a whole section of it that stretches. It's like four foot, Mm -hmm. and those spots are just they just lay right up there because there's little small pebbled rocks. There's big boulders. I mean, and it's a spot that it's hard to get into. But when it gets, uh,
2: would you say it's hard to beat?
1: Sometimes of the year, it is really hard (laughs) to beat. It's hard to beat getting into Uh, it. Last uh, June, they had the – May or June, they had the high school uh, qualifier for the state of Alabama for the national championship. Mm -hmm. I think it took like 12 or 13 pounds maybe to win it. And me and Dad went back in there, and we were just messing around. We just had two hours. I made a tackle tip back in there. Okay. And so uh, we caught like – 20 pounds mm-hmm. i mean but now it was not just all spots it was large mouth spots um and i don't, we would have had more if I, we can't we didn't we just feel like getting the net out because i mean we we're throwing crankbaits and that's shaky a, heads and stuff
0: that's but, a pretty doggone good bag
1: yeah but uh that dad knows the, that's a great lake for him he loves spot fishing mm-hmm. um we'll throw back to him on this uh Early early to mid-90s, he actually used to fish. Like He had a chance to go professional. Really? Like, a I, people, I remember you telling me about A lot of people guys. don't know this. Dad, dad's a hammer. When it comes to spot fishing, he's a hammer. Uh, I got all of my spot fishing knowledge, all my fishing knowledge from him growing mm-hmm. up. I watched him growing up fishing at ponds and stuff like that. And he goes, the best fisherman is a versatile fisherman.
0: Yeah, he goes. I, I he said.
1: I, he said, I don't care how good uh, Kevin Van Dam is. He fishes fast. He fishes great. He is so dominant. Nine time angler years, four time classic champion. God, I mean, his resume speaks for itself. But the most versatile guys are the ones who last longest. Mm-hmm. The Mark Davises, the Mark Roses, the Rick Kluns. The guys who have fished that been fishing 20, 30 years. Mm-hmm. Those are your best anglers out there, and. uh I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I, always, I always, when I was growing up, I had, like, Kevin Van Dam was my favorite angler growing up. And the more I get into fishing, the more tournament fishing, I go, I don't want to fish like Kevin Van Dam. I, I, I mean, his resume, him, Jordan Lee, they're, they got great resumes. I'm a two-time, I'm a Jordan Lee, two-time class champion, MLS heavy hitters winner, MLS right. angler of the year. Mm-hmm. You can't, I mean, you can't beat that, but Mark Rose has been fishing
0: 20 years? You know, I'm I'm glad you bring up Mark Rose because I feel like he's really slept on. He is. But I'm telling you, you I'm, look at him in the last 10 years, there's not many derbies where he didn't cash a check. Elite yeah. Series, MLF, I don't care what it is. If you go
1: watch the early, another guy that's real slept on, Mark Davis. Mark Davis and David Fritz. Mark, people,
0: I, love, I love watching Mark Davis. Mark fish.
1: Davis, if you go watch the early E50s when they first came out with that, I think he won like three out of the four he, three four out of his five he fished four or five.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm going. This man is, and it was not like oh they're this lake or that lake. It was so different in the way he was. He won. I mean he was winning. I think it was Tennessee River. I was just watching a couple weeks ago, board kind of kinda get a chance. You yep. Kind of watch old stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Learn stuff about fishing. He won like he was won two two or three that one year. He still finished in top five for Angler of the Year for the E50s. KVD won it. I mean, he finished top five in all four of them. I think he won it.
4: Yeah.
1: I mean, but, again, it's just those guys are such versatile fishermen. I I, I want to be like those. Those guys, that they can go, okay, if you need to go power fish, you can go power fish. If you need Mm. to fish a jig, you need to fish slow, you can. If you need to go out there and throw Carolina rig, I don't think any – I say that, that I throw a Carolina different than a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. I mean, now the older fishermen they throw it the way I throw it. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that do, is one. How do you
0: throw it?
2: About like what, four foot of line.
1: Oh no, no, no! Uh, I throw a sixty-five pound braid all the way, and I take a I take a glass bead,
4: mm-hmm.
1: a half ounce to a three-quarter ounce, depending on how deep I want to go, mm-hmm. and then I put a glass bead on. I put two glass beads. You get better sound when it knocks. When you're coming over those rocks, it just knocks a little bit better. You mm-hmm. think and that bead makes a difference? That extra bead makes a difference, but it
0: also is rock position.
1: Rock position's everything with a Carolina.
0: I'm going to tell you, I throw a Carolina rig a lot. I don't put a bead on there. I'll tell you what I do. I pre-make them, and what I'll do is I'll get a little stretch of 65-pound braid. I'll get two swivels. I'll put my half-ounce or three-quarter-ounce weight on there, and I'll put it on the braid between the two swivels, mm-hmm. And that way, I have. They're small and they don't take up a lot of space in my terminal box, where I can just mm-hmm. tie one on. And also, when I make a long cast, that weight doesn't slide back down the main line. Yeah. And cause my cast to actually be shorter than it is. Oh, my right, weight yeah. stuck. See, I I'll take, I I'll take, but t- I don't put any beads on it. Oh, I, I throw weights, mono leader, I, f- I throw a 15 pound monoliter And 90 percent of the time, I'm putting a dang tube on it. And I'm stuffing okay. that tube with foam so it floats. Huh, See,
1: okay. that's something I learned right there. I mean, but now I use. I will take what I do is I take the bead, the weight, the bead, and I'll put a swivel on the end of it so when it right. slides back and knocks over them rocks, it makes mm-hmm, that, it hits that it makes that clacking sound, that yeah. nice good sound. And I'll put. It depends on where I'm fishing. Like if I'm fishing somewhere where there's a lot of large mouth, I may go with a foot and a half, maybe. Two foot leader, maybe.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: If I'm fishing for spots, depending on how finicky they are, I may go with a two foot, three foot leader.
4: Yeah.
1: And somebody's going to go, oh, that's too long. You don't. If this, it just depends on weather bite. I mean, it mm-hmm. just, it all depends. And I like using, I use uh two alt hooks, right? Okay. Two alt Berkeley hooks.
0: fusion,
1: fusion Berkeley hooks. <laughs> and uh, you'll throw a. Uh, the Berkeley hit worm on the back of that thing.
4: Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: and sometimes, sometimes you got to use the accent. Got to use my accent, but I'll take some uh dye. And sometimes dip it a little bit, depending on if, again, if I'm fishing a large amounts of spots. Right, but
3: yeah,
1: that's late Martin this time of year. Any time of year, you can catch them. I don't care where you're at. Uh, you can go down to Harris Chain. You can go down to Texas on Conroe. You can, mm-hmm. you can go up to. St. Lawrence River and catch them all that.
0: Y'all see there was a 14-pounder caught on Conroe in that Big Bass tournament this weekend? Mm-mm. That was re- that was a massive. Big Bass bash, 14.4-pound bass weighted. just a 14-and-a-half? A jo- in the first hour of the tournament. <laughs> if that
3: man like, says I, Derby I caught Derby won
0: in the first yeah. hour. like Take it to the house and come back and grab your check. Okay, that you is a that mic draw. Like, okay, done. That's a done.
1: mic drop, boom, ding, yeah. whatever you want to do in the – That's that, that's a hard-to-beat moment right there. That is, wow, that that is the a hard-to-beat moment. It that is. is. I mean, I don't care what anybody says. You catch a 14-pounder in the first hour of the tournament,
0: mm-hmm. that's hard to beat right there. <laughs> that's, hard <to> beat. <laughs> that's hard to beat. Hard to beat. I mean, you got to catch one bigger than 14 pounds to beat it. I mean, it's so That's hard to beat. That is a
1: – but now, was it one of those – Uh, no, nah, that was the one where it was big fish for like two days, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, it's like a two-day, but they don't like weigh-in the, uh, every hour. Mm-hmm.
1: See, it ain't like the Kentucky Lake one up there. Mm-hmm. that. Uh,
0: I haven't fished that one.
1: That, I love Kentucky Lake March. Yeah. Back before all the carp got in. But I know Tennessee's trying to get them uh, out. Kentucky's yeah. trying to work with them. It's hard to get rid of them carp. I don't care what anybody says. Oh, that's easy problem fix. No, it ain't.
0: No, it's not. I've talk,
1: If you talk to those guys up there that are there every day pulling out carp, I think uh, last March, right before the pandemic hit, we were up there getting ready to fish the big bass bash up there, and then they had the, they used to have the, uh, back when it was FLW, they used to have the FLW open on Kentucky Lake. Mm -hmm. It was literally, you go to Paris Tennessee, and you drive up an hour to Paducah to Kentucky, and you would catch, I know there's some, people go, oh, there ain't no big fish in Kentucky Lake. There are some giants in that lake. Mm -hmm. They are some prehistoric.
0: Didn't you catch a giant in that lake?
1: I have called, uh, the first, th- funny story, the first time I ever went to Kentucky Lake, I literally had two hours of practice before we had to be off the water and go to the meeting. Yep. And I was, I've been studying for the last, it was a 12 and a half hour drive from my home. Um, you got to stop and fill the truck up and you got to make sure you got the boat or everything. Right. And so you got to eat something because when you leave at two o'clock in the morning, it's kind of. You gotta eat breakfast. Can't be eat.
0: fishing on an empty stomach. No,
1: and so it we pull the up there. And don't uh, work. Oh no! First spot we pull. Uh, go. I've been. That's why I'm fat. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> don't I don't feel bad. I'm there with you. Uh, but the first spot we roll up to. Uh, I've been studying navionics. Been studying the uh, looking at the graphs, looking mm-hmm. at everything, and I go watching videos, and I go, this spot looks like there ought to be fish on it, mm-hmm. and it was funny. The uh, it was a it was like two or three foot high, maybe. Maybe even higher than that. I, I don't remember exactly what the water depth was at. Like mm-hmm. the
0: water level.
1: Um all I know is I caught a four and a half out of a doghouse <laughs> on a spinnerbait.
0: <laughs> Holy cow. Uh,
1: first cast. First kind of cool. Cast. Yeah. I was like, man, that's cool. Like I literally pull up this spot and I said, I'm just gonna start right here. It was like timber rock, sandy flat, and it was nineteen foot. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to throw a half-ounce
4: mm-hmm.
1: spinnerbait. And I was like, okay, this is probably not going to work, but hey, it's what I had tied on. I ain't mm-hmm. got the two hours.
2: <laughs>
0: Whatever. You got to Sender. run with
2: I remember, I forget who was telling me this on the team. This was, I think, three years ago with the Big Bass Bash. I think it was JP. And I could be wrong on this, but I think you all heard the story where he caught, I think it was like an eight-pounder. It was oh, J.K. 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 My yeah. dog, J.K. That's what it was. Like one minute before.
1: And you want to hear the funny him. part of this? Yeah. Was a camp, yeah. I watched him catch that fish <gasps> literally 50 yards from me. <gasps>
0: mm-hmm. It was like 100 yards from off too. No, yeah, he was uh, about, he was about a quarter of
1: a mile. It was a quarter of a mile. Because okay, I knew so it was guy. a little bit farther. Because he was, uh. And I looked at him I go, I said, dang, them guys done caught one. I, was like, I looked at my clock and it said 7 o'clock on mine, but mm-hmm. mine was a minute fast. I said, well, when it's 701, we'll throw it. Yeah. He catches us. I see somebody going, Woo, yeah. And, and I go, I don't think they realized uh, it ain't time yet. There was a camera really? boat on him, too. Yeah, and that was yep. what the that was the That's funniest. And I go, Dad, I was like, Man, somebody caught like a seven and a half or eight pounder down there. He goes, Yeah, I had to throw it back. That's <laughs> I go, terrible. I was like, That's and didn't they have to serve like an hour penalty?
2: I don't know about that. Somebody
1: said they had. I I've heard, heard the story about from. The penalty. I've heard the story from multiple people, and they said somebody said they had to serve an hour penalty after they threw the fish back. I haven't heard in, I Haven't but heard now about that,
0: that. But we can definitely find out for you. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. I because mean, I want to know if they made them serve an hour penalty. That kind of because that first hour bite was nasty.
0: I mean, I don't care. I, don't I mean, know. I imagine not, catching a seven plus first hour of the day and you'd think he would have gotten the top ten. Whether For it's the a, entire yeah. tournament. Whether that, it's a Big Bass tournament or a, a Best Five tournament, mm-hmm. imagine catching a seven and having to throw it back. Yeah. <laughs> Did I not hear? Uh,
1: now, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't Logan and them catch an eight-pounder on bed at uh, St. Lawrence River and have to throw it back?
0: Yeah, they hooked it outside okay. the mouth. Uh, you know, that okay.
1: has got to be sickening.
0: It was brutal.
1: Because I think that would have put them in, like, what, second or third? And I'm pretty – I'm, I'm assuming if I
0: large mouth. No, it was a no, small mouth? It was A small a mouth. Small mouth. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure if I'm re- if I'm remembering correctly, it was on their final day. Yeah, it was um, day three. They caught they and caught I think like they didn't catch for like 24, 25 pounds day one and, and I think two. They didn't catch for like 11 the second, the catch, third day. They did not have a big bag the third day. And I was day, like, oh and my I'm God. pretty sure that happened on the third day. I was, that was like, one oh of my the
1: gosh, that night? is, yeah. It no, was I think they would have finished like second. I looked at the, I was looking at it because I was trying to figure out. I was like. Telling bad stories of like fish catches and stuff like that, because
0: mm-hmm. they they That's went into the day in first place. I remember that and ended and they in ended 12th. in twelfth.
1: But now, hey, you got to. I mean, ethically, you got to. Oh it's yeah, it's outside the mouth. You got to throw it back. Yeah no, man. yeah, no, we're not condoning. No, they did the right thing.
0: It that just sucks. was sucks. It's Don't just it. it's a bad situation
1: all the way around. That and is uh, not
0: a hard to beat situation. No,
1: that is a that very is very easy to beat situation. Sometimes <laughs> sometimes that is a 2 flusher of a day.
0: Yes. And, you're, uh, you're dang right.
1: <laughs> but uh the, the funny the funny story getting back to Kentucky Lake up there that first trip, it was uh the guy I was fishing with, he fished with Peyton McCord in high school. Okay. And uh the funny story was is he caught a seven like that same first day, like uh, also, before it, you
2: go on, Peyton McCord, team member, team member,
1: no free shout-outs. Go ahead. <laughs> no free shout outs. He's pretty good. Uh, he's he's, he's okay. a hammer on you follow, we're gonna be honest. He's not he's bad. Okay. No. He's definitely not bad. No. And uh <laughs> but the guy I was fishing with, he uh I think I lost like five or six fish that first day in practice. that first day of the tournament. And like practice was great. Mm. But a four and a half, had a five come up to the boat with my spinnerbait in its mouth. I literally just we just dipped it up. Like, it just did not want to let go of the spinnerbait. But it wasn't hooked? No. It, it literally got on. into the net and spit the spinnerbait. Huh. I was <laughs> like, this is crazy. And I was like, we're going to have a great day tomorrow. Like, we're about to wreck them. And I think that was the year it took, all but one, it took a five-pounder to beat in the top ten for every segment.
4: hmm
1: And I was like, that is crazy. I caught my, they catch my first smallmouth there. Okay. And, uh. It still was not the big smallmouth caught there. Some guy caught a six something smallmouth. Cool. And I was like, this is crazy. Like, there's some giants over here. Next year we roll up there. They think they think they canceled the big bass that year. Because of flooding and all that.
0: I remember mm-hmm. that. Yep. Yep. FLW's
1: yeah. like, we're gonna go out of Paducah, in Kentucky. Uh the only way it's not is if the ramps washed away in the morning. And I think the first day, I don't know if y'all I don't know how many of y'all know the story. Uh I got to this point, and I had caught a four, four in practice, uh, a couple threes off this one spot for like four days. And so I knew they were there. They were mm-hmm. there. And uh, I get to the spot, and one of the guys I was fishing, I had traveled up with, mm-hmm. not a guy on our team. I'm not going to give him a free shout-out. So, <laughs>
4: um,
1: They went, and there was two points in this section of the, the river. And the first point was rip rap, The other one was like boulder mixed with clay sand, just like at okay. Martin. Okay. And uh, I wanted to fish the boulder with clay sand because I caught some ones off there. Mm-hmm. But the riprap had cypress trees. Well, when I first got there, the cypress trees were about a foot out of what about a foot out of the water. Mm-hmm. Like you could see a foot of the tree. They were about four foot on the first day of practice. The first day of the tournament. It was like four foot. Like there was no water around them at all.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was, th- and so they had pulled off them cypress trees. Well, they had pulled over to the clay rock. Well, they, that guy was sitting on it. And, uh, they caught nine, almost 20 pounds that first day, and I was like, this is crazy. But what happened was is uh, I dropped my phone fishing on this spot. My, uh, I was trying to move my phone from my pocket mm-hmm. to my console, and I leaned over, and it slid out my jacket, hit the deck of the boat, hit the gunnel of the boat, and went straight in at eight foot of water. So I'm sitting here trying to reach it. I'll take my my rain suit off, everything, to make sure I can try not to fall into this water. Because it's like (laughs) air temp of like 28, water temp of like 32. Ooh. It is freezing up there. It may have been 32, 33. It was cold. And I fell in with the net. That was the coldest seven-mile run back Mm -hmm. to the boat ramp I've ever had in my life. I believe it. Yeah. And I was doing like 30 because I did not want to get there.
4: Yeah.
1: And I remember Kevin Hunt was loading up the live whale boat where they do the uh, blast off and you got to run by them. And, right. And uh, he goes, what happened? I said, I fell in. He goes, well, I guess I'll see you tomorrow. I go, I got about six more hours to fish. And he goes, you do what you can. He goes, but uh, he said, I don't blame you if you go back to the hotel tonight. I think I, weighed, I went back, I caught four fish, mm-hmm. only one keeper. Uh, but that was a more, you talk about days of just moral victories. Yeah. I had two hours. I weighed in at like 2 o'clock, mm-hmm. and I got back on the water at like 12. Jeez. And it was a moral victory to even catch that one 14-inch mm-hmm. mean mouth. Mm-hmm. 14 or 15, whatever the limit yeah. is up there. And I was a moral victory. Second day, I got on a spot and caught two dozen smallmouth. And they were fat, I'm talking about. They had been eating. They'd been munching on them crawfish. Mm-hmm. And they were so fat. They were like little footballs that they could not. They didn't care how many, how hard you pressed them down. You could have dropped an elbow on them. They were not going 15 inches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't care what you did. You could have took a roller out there and rolled them things out. They still weren't going 15. <laughs> and I threw back two dozen. And they were like two and three quarters. stuff. Like, I mean, they were big, two three quarters three pounds smallmouth, mouth and they just would not measure
4: mm-hmm.
1: and that was one of the mo that's much one most frustrating but much fun I've had mm-hmm. but uh I like that lake. that's one of my favorites i know
0: okay. you talk about that
1: like I a lot, love man. that lake. but since the carp got into it real bad see it, I remember
2: this was a little over a year ago when they did the big bass big bass bash in it was in, in the, the fall, fall.
1: Yeah, yes I, I, was it
2: september october so, somewhere somewhere in there. around there I was fishing with Chase Clark and Cody Griffith and Chase's boat. And just on side scan, you could just see
0: thousands of them. Yep. I've, I've seen, seen, seen pictures and videos. And of if
1: you ever There's a YouTube video, no free shout-outs to Scott Martin, but uh, he does one up there, and he's taking a treble hook. Mm-hmm. He's just like, oh, there's a school of carp. He just lobs that thing out there and just snags one. Mm-hmm. And it's because they're everywhere. I'll tell you lately, a lot of people don't talk about that. He got them in there bad. Is Cherokee. Really?
0: It's got carp bad?
1: Oh my gosh! There's i no dang thing.
0: grass for them to eat.
1: Oh, there is. If you fish uh the south end of the lake when you're coming uh, out of the seen boat ramp, there is a when I fish, there them, is yeah. clumps. Like I'm talking about. Okay. That little table over there. If you don't know, it's about the size of a car hood. Um, they're just everywhere, and you'll I sit there and see any. oh my gosh,
2: me and Peyton Nance, so I a jerk I'm bait
1: by that thing and see how here. many carp. How many thumps you get on that thing? (laughs) You'll either catch a bass or you'll catch 50 carp, I meant. (laughs) And if you catch one in a creek, if you catch one carp in a creek, you just leave that creek alone. Remember,
2: Cherokee was like my first introduction to college bass fishing. See. I fished with Peyton Nance.
0: Wasn't that the tournament that it was just like lit? Uh, Oh, everybody was catching them? No. Uh,
1: Well, if you ran, there was like a 40-something mile run up towards the dam. And it was a tail race. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guys who had the faster boats were getting up there, and they were catching 13, 14 pounds, yeah, or whatever. I know, it was like twelve, I think it's what. And if you caught, I think it was twenty three for two days, you could you made the cut to move on to the final. Yeah, because that's back. That's back before they did the twelve. It was like whatever made it to the national championship, you made it to the final day.
0: Mm, that's pretty good. You ended up having
1: thirty two boats, I think was what was up there.
2: It was a lot, yeah.
1: And that was, that was, I think I fished that tournament. I had graduated from community college and did not have a single day of practice. I got there at Cherokee at 12 Mm a.m. I No, no, no. I got there at Cherokee at 4 a.m. Had to be at the boat ramp at 4.30. Mm -hmm. And had to fish all day. Hank Weldon Sat there, and uh, I pulled up at 4.30, gave him all my information and all that because I had to miss the meeting. I, went, I missed not miss graduation. Yeah. But I mean, you don't graduate but, what, two or three times? <laughs> 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 two or three times. <laughs> <laughs> if you're me, you graduate about three or four. Oh, Lord. Um, I was
2: trying to convince my partner, buddy Ryan. What tournament? There's some tournament that's, like, right on graduation or something. Uh,
1: oh, Is it uh Cumberland?
2: I think that's what it Cumberland
1: is. Cumberland is finals week. Yeah, that's no, a, uh, yeah, it's, uh, oh no, it's the uh, it's June 9th and 10th on uh, the TBA that Bass has got, I think. Yeah, but uh, no, there's a
2: tournament on finals week. Yeah, it's that's Cumberland. Cumberland it's Cumberland.
1: Cumberland and I'm like, why would you do that to all of us high school students? Like, come on now. Yeah. Finals week. But now, granted, I guarantee you we're the only ones who got finals that week.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: The others will take theirs before. But uh, that's a league I've always wanted to fish.
0: I've always Sad, wanted to man. go to Cumberland,
1: too. Uh, there's another one. It's called, oh, gosh. Why did it leave my brain? It literally just left my brain. Uh, it's like up below there. Camp, Cumberland that kind of yes. connects to Kentucky? A,
2: Is it Baker or something? No.
1: It starts with an N. Like, uh. Not Nickajack. Not Nickajack. No, Nickajack's up there. That's, that's Tennessee River. That's Tennessee River, but it's above, uh, it's above. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, there's a place up there this time
2: of year talking.
0: when it gets cold. Let's see if I can find it. Yeah.
2: Uh, it connects to Kentucky Lake. Yeah, like uh, right at the end of it,
3: it's like
1: right a,
2: before the dam. There's like a little canal. No,
1: no, no. There. You're thinking, you're oh. thinking up there. That's up at Paducah, up uh, okay. there at Culvert. It's around there, Paducah, Kentucky, Culvert mm-hmm. City, up in that area.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And, uh, but there's that is a. Um, I think both times I fished up there at the Kentucky Lake, the first year it snowed when we were leaving.
2: I remember that year. It was, and, and the
1: second year hour. it rained, and then snowed on the way out. I think they had like four inches of snow the next day as we were heading out. Okay, but uh, it's not. I don't think the lake's on the river. That is the thing. Like I don't think it's on the river. I think it's right up around there.
2: Like it's connected to the river still, or it <sighs> its own so little body
1: of water. It, maybe it's own little body of water. Uh. I I watch a ton of fishing shows, Mm -hmm. but a a ton. I can't explain how many hours of fishing shows I've watched. Are you talking about Dale Hollow? Thank you. Dale Hollow. I've heard of Dale Hollow. Dale Hollow this time, when it gets like February, January, February, them spots, I don't care what, because it falls out finally. Mm -hmm. They catch the mess out of them up there. Really? Yes. And there's some big spots in that. There's some smallmouth, I think, that are pretty big, too.
0: But I know these spots. I've heard great. Dale Hollow is a good smallmouth lake.
1: Yeah. Was, uh. But that time of year, the spots, them big spots. And what they do is is it's so cold up there. The spots, they're, like, really lethargic. So they don't fight much. They fight, like, cold largemouth. It's kind of, like catfish, dude, barely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they, they, It's so fun. You can catch billions up there. Um, That's one of my places I want to go up to, definitely.
0: I gotcha. Because uh, that's just fun up there. So what would you say is the lake you want to fish more than any lake but that one that you haven't been to yet?
1: It depends on the species
0: really. Guess, like if I wanna know, go
1: catch your largemouth
0: bucket list lake.
1: Largemouth bucket list Toho, Okeechobee down in that area. Mm-hmm. Um maybe maybe um uh, out at Texas they've got the uh they got Red River, uh, Rayburn. Sam Rayburn's a place. Uh, buddy, I fished with uh, a couple Rayburn's one
0: of the coolest places I've ever fished. Buddy, uh,
1: he fi- he used to he was out in the military and uh, he lived out in there for a few years and he talked about how fun it is to fish on Sam Rayburn and the big I'm talking about. He goes, It does not matter at any cast, it's just like down there in Florida.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You come I in any cast, it could be an eight, nine, ten pounder and. Well, I mean, what was it at Rayburn they caught last year on the uh, Texas team trail? Was it like 49? 49. 49. was
0: 50 pounds. And then a guy caught a 50-pound limit this year. Oh, really? Yeah, Jeez. fishing a BFL out there. I would hate. I, I would. I felt bad, honestly, for the guy that was in second
1: place. He <laughs> caught like 28 pounds. It's like, man, I got this thing in the back. 50 pounds. I lost by 20-something pounds. <laughs> yeah. Like, how that, that, that makes you feel bad. Like, I did as That's good true. as... It's like I got beat by twenty. But think about 20.
2: people who zeroed and lost by fifty pounds.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have. I don't care how how bad it is. Like if you catch one fish, I'll. If I catch one fish in a tournament, I want to weigh that thing because I felt like I ain't zeroed.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but now there's a, there are lakes like Martin and stuff that like if I don't catch a limit. Yeah. I have felt like I failed. On the great like that is places like. There's lakes like that where you go.
2: Martin's easy to catch a limit, but it's incredibly hard to catch weight.
1: They have the Martin limits. and, and when people
0: five for five. Oh, yeah.
1: and, and people don't, I think people who fish Martin just sporadically, they go, oh, that Martin limit is like 10 pounds. No, no. Mm-hmm. That Martin limit is not 10 pounds. That Martin limit is like seven, five seven to half. seven. Yeah. And yeah. that's what I call, I caught. I had, we fished last week out there, and uh, I think I had like Seven? No, I had six seventy eight, and but now what well, was bad it was in practice I had like thirteen. You hate mm. to see that. And I mean, you hate I, to hear it. But it's 13 like in it,
2: spots or mixed.
1: No, it was a uh, practice was all spots.
2: Okay,
1: had I had a spot that we really caught some on. I don't think we intended to catch them like we did. Mm-hmm. Caught a three pounder and a three and a quarter.
4: Okay,
1: and we started the day off like second cast two and a half. And you catch two on a spot, that thing puts up a pretty good fight. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a good fight fish. I mean? And so we up up like 13, 12, 13 pounds. And I'm like, we got a chance here. Like, yeah. It didn't take but 13-something to win the ABT out here. Mm-hmm. So when you get on there and you're going. Is that all it took for that it ABT? It took 13.99, time? I think. 13.99 maybe. A little under 14. Mm-hmm.
0: Dang.
1: But now I knew it was going to be tough. I mean, this time of the year, you either know how to, like when it's cold. Yeah. I think if it had stayed cold, I'd have been fine. But it warmed up, and the sun came out it all changes day. things. Like, the baits I was catching on in practice, I caught. I didn't catch a single fish on the baits I threw in practice. Uh, my partner, he did. He caught, he he threw your typical Martin stuff mm-hmm. and was catching, I think I caught drop shot, Carolina rig, yeah. uh, chatter bait, stuff like that. I mean, it's just stuff that's kind of off the wall. Like, normally this time you're crankbaits. Hard to beat. Yeah. It is hard to beat. <laughs> it's hard to beat. I and threw a crankbait
2: used... yesterday out there. Didn't get a single bite. I not I really threw really it for two days. Down. Two now, days, days through a crankbait and came out. I barely a bite. Throw, I hate. I don't know why, but I just don't throw crankbaits. Oh, I so love uh, crankbaits.
4: Like, like if I can go catch my, my crankbait. License,
0: bait, you know how I like the fish. I'm in a i am
4: am a the sh- good old uh, <laughs> the
0: old nittery. I am a yeah, crankin son of a gun. Oh I will say that.
1: I love crankbaits. That's just something. Crankbaits, I hate drake baits. Like I people hate are like him too. My brother, I, I've grown to love
2: him. Dude, I I, love hate, him. I know you ripped my you.
1: ear in on Smith when we first when the first time I fished with you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh yeah. You took me to school on a mega bass jerk bait, and I was like,
2: "That wasn't a mega bass." No. Was it? Yeah. It was, it
1: was the wild. vision. It was the vision 110 awesome. one ten plus one. Because we I went up in that creek, went up that creek mouth, and you're like, "I'm about to," and I and what's funny was is it's, we. Sorry. We go. did not know that at Smith or we were not told when we blasted off, there was a slot limit.
2: How long ago was it? this was two Golly, three years two
1: ago? or three years ago. Like that, yeah. How many of those 14 and a half oh, I know. did we catch and have to throw I back? Remember, like
2: how I was catching I was I remember one specific fish. I was flipping that jerk bait up into a brush pile and just popping it twice and letting it sit there and they would come out and eat it. My you favorite know, was
1: the uh, one you flip right up under that little lip of the rock. And that woman mm-hmm. was sitting back up the rock. Mm-hmm. And you literally, we couldn't see it because it was kind of dark back in there. And all of a sudden, you see a fish just come out and just eat it. Yep. And I think I caught one one or two fish that day. Mm-hmm. That sounds badass. But
2: I remember, like, we but had our live now, well full, and then – And then somebody – It was come UNA up, or Montevail? I think it was UNA.
1: UNA goes, goes hey, uh, y'all was- know there's a slot limit, right? What we we looked and like,
2: what are you talking about?
1: I called. uh, I called. uh, I thought we just looked. up. I think I looked it up online. You looked it up and I was like, "No, I'm gonna call the tournament directors. Figure out what's going on here. Like, I don't want to have to throw back 14.
2: Yeah.
1: uh, What do we have? Like 10 or 11 pounds. Like, would have won it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah,
1: we would have won it with the weight we had. Just what the size. We had one 15 incher, Mm -hmm. and that was a that was. That a sucks. great day of fishing that mm-hmm. just kind of... So
2: we caught him, it just wasn't...
1: My gosh, I, mean, I, we had like I caught four, one. My favorite fish, fish catch, though, the first keeper of the day, was that 12-incher over mm-hmm. that lay down in six inches of water. Mm-hmm. I threw that chatterbait, and I was not trying to throw it that far. And it landed into like a treetop, and it just brought it over the top, of it and that fish come over the tree and just mm-hmm. ate it. But Mitchell kicked my rear end on that jerkbait, and I was like, I need to learn how to throw that.
2: That was right as I was cuz I only started throwing jerk baits like my first year here cuz like growing up fishing you know me and my dad it was just beat the bank you know very basic stuff and then I came to Auburn joined the team here and I was like you oh, got dialed there was so much more stuff that I learned just from joining the team like I became a better fisherman just like from hearing all the guys and
1: I learned how uh, one of the things I learned was like you had to be learn how to drop shot like that's yep. one of the most important things I think I've had to learn. And I've learning
0: got, how to do that will put keepers in your boat. I don't care where exactly.
1: Yep. Um, let's see, where was it? Uh, and that, I went to one of the guys that used to be on the former team. We went up and fished in a lay up there, mm-hmm. and I had been on like flipping bite, like taking on three sixteenths ounce weights, five eighths. And flipping them up right up next to grass mats. And you'll sit there and just, you'll, and you just basically, you'll watch them run out. Mm -hmm. And it's, and it was funny because it was not largemouth like you would think. It was spots. Mm -hmm. But now the water was in like nine to ten foot of water with grass at the top of it. And those spots would run out with it and just, you flip them. I mean, they would run right at the boat with it, bait, and you just basically just reeled it real fast and flipped them into the boat. And I watched one of the guys, he beat my eyes in. On drop, by, drop shot. And it was like June. And I go, Dad, I got to learn how to fish a drop shot. I, I got, like, mm. it was bad. And I first learned, I first learned uh, to drop shot on, uh, and it's not a Berkeley rod. Um, Berkeley's got a great drop shot rod. I'm not, uh, Abu, they, Garcia. Abu Garcia, sorry. The hat you're wearing. <laughs> yep, my bad. <laughs> uh, Abu's got great, hey, drop. Berkeley
0: makes rods too. They do. They got the old lightning rod.
1: The lightning rod, yes. Dad uses a lightning rod. And the cherry wood, He uses a lightning rod. The lightning rod, I think it's the 2.0s. Mm-hmm. They are great. Uh, they're really good. I know, I think Berkeley's one of our sponsors, right? Yep. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I shouldn't be like advertising <laughs> Berkeley over here. Uh, but, uh, no, Berkeley he's, is our main sponsor. Yeah. That's <laughs> Berkeley and <laughs> Abu Garcia. Yeah, Berkeley and mm-hmm. Abu. Uh, but he uses a like, Berkeley lightning rod. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I love them. He goes, I mean, they're great. Good drop shot rods. And I learned on a skeet race. And if y'all don't know how flimsy them things are.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, I know.
1: You can mm. get them from Walmart for like $35. Used to <laughs> anyways. And that was the rod and the reel. Like, it mm-hmm. was cheap. But the sensitivity on that thing was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And when you're when I was first learning, I needed to be able to feel the bottom. Mm-hmm. And the f- Dad took me over to Lake Eufaula. And he's like, this is the only thing we're putting in the boat. We really put one drop shot rod, took everything else out. And so I had to sit there for two days, and I was miserable because I would catch one fish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I caught one fish for like 284, and I was so stoked. Like, I, you could have thought I won the Classic. <laughs> really? Like, I, I mean, because, um, okay, going all day and not catching a single bite yep. for two days. I mean that 284 maybe yeah.
0: I mean that's that's. So what's your favorite way to catch them?
1: Uh, chatterbait. I love it. I love like
0: the old chatter wagon.
1: But now I throw it way different. I have like four different types I throw mm-hmm. when I like different variation like ways I throw it.
0: Mm-hmm. You just dialed it in.
1: I have I have one I throw in the early spring when. Well, I actually have one I throw in the winter time. Okay, like January. Um, I got one i throw January, February, March, um, different variation colors, different trailers. I'll go with the, uh, I'll I, I, I throw it, I'll throw a jig, I'll, I'll throw the little jig trailer on the back of it, um, the little swim bait on the back of it, depending, and again, it's on the depth, the size, uh, there's different companies coming out with like three quarters, I hope, I want somebody to come out with a good, like, ounce chatterbait, mm-hmm. but, I hadn't found one that makes an
0: ounce yet. Jackhammer has an ounce. They just came out with a three quarters. They got an ounce. And They only yeah, got an ounce and a quarter. I ain't paying 18 bucks. Well, <laughs> I mean, that's a different issue. Exactly. <laughs> I ain't paying 18 bucks for
1: a Z-Man jackhammer. And I'm going, that's just, no, I ain't doing it. I ain't
0: paying 18 bucks for one. If we're gonna pay twenty five dollars for a jerk bait, you might as well pay eighteen for a chatterbait. I don't pay twenty five for a jerk bait. <laughs> I mean I don't I, I don't I mean I have You don't what have I, to when you got the dang Berkeley cutter. Exactly. Exactly. What's that like seven, eight bucks? Eight bucks. Eight bucks. Well, see that's a good,
1: perfectly good jerkbait right there. It straight
0: up catches them. Dang right. That's mm-hmm. hard to I bet to beat. you I've caught over thirty species of fish on a Berkeley cutter.
1: I wanna try and I have I throw,
0: them, I throw a lot in salt water. I was going to say, I was, see, I was, say, I was that. like,
1: "That's got to be saltwater." I'm going thirty species. You got on that redfish bite with him.
0: I'll catch bait with the dang yeah. Berkeley cutter, <laughs> and then we go group for go fish.
1: catching those little squirrels. Catch
0: the, uh, the crap squirrel out fish. Of some ladyfish with it. <laughs> Here, y'all keep. I'm gonna
2: use the restroom real quick. I'm also gonna make sure
0: we're still, still recording. recording. Yeah, <laughs>
2: everything.
1: Go check
0: on that.
2: Oh
1: yeah,
0: But I'll be right back. But, uh, All right, so let's let's keep on moving. Let's get into inside the head of hard to beat. What brought you? What brought you to Auburn?
1: Uh, actually, the education really did. Um, I came here originally to do uh, pharmacy, and that's kind of what I wanted to do. But uh, thing things and change. Things happen in life, and uh, I've changed different paths. Uh, so right now, I'm looking. I'm at, I'm looking. Everything goes right, everything goes right, Uh, graduating next December. Okay. So, I'll get, I'll get one more year of fishing, but I don't know how much fishing I'm going to actually be able to do.
0: It's hard to squeeze that in sometimes.
1: It is, especially when you're getting right down to your main yeah courses and stuff. But, uh,
0: you grew up an Auburn guy?
1: I was, yeah. I mean, when you grow up in St. Alabama you either come out with crimson and white or orange and blue. My granddaddy, uh, he came to Auburn. He so came
0: out the right way.
1: Yeah, he, uh, <laughs> he, uh, he went to API, right okay. when it right after World War II. He came in, did his education. He actually graduated in the agriculture building, right where the where, Hall. No Sanford, the big built, the big. It says that engin- used to be the Ag. Yes, that was the engineer. It says it says engineering and agriculture. Really? Yes, it was the yep. Yeah. And uh, he actually, when he was here, he used to. Be the guy who stayed in the. Uh, he used to lock up the library, not, and okay. so they let him stay inside the library while he locked up. Okay. Since he locked up, and that's where he stayed while he graduated and uh, everything, and uh, he actually, uh, he he had a double major. He had a double major in agriculture. Okay. He uh. He did. He had agricultural. It's uh called animal husbandry. And it's these studies of like how to break down the genetics and how to breed, properly breed cows right. to get what you want out of them. Right. And so he had two degrees in agriculture. And when he graduated, he uh he he lived, he lived up until twenty fourteen, orange and blue, blood in him. I meant, he that was his favorite thing to do on Saturdays: watch Auburn football. He watched Auburn basketball, baseball. It didn't matter if it was Auburn; he watched it. And uh, I
0: love to hear that.
1: Oh yeah, he was on, and uh, my dad grew up an Auburn fan, and actually graduated from the University of Alabama at Tuscaloosa.
0: It's a little backwards.
1: Well, he's still an Auburn fan. <laughs> he's got he goes, I got two degrees from Alabama, uh, but I'm still an Auburn fan, and uh, but it was just it's I mean it's a great time hearing uh, him talk about his stuff, and the funny story is the first time I ever went to Tuscaloosa, we went for his graduation. Mom thought, I'll, oh, it's just because I'm an Auburn fan. I actually physically got sick the first time I went to Tuscaloosa. <laughs> was running a fever, sick as a dog up there. And I, I give her a hard time about this sometimes. Just going, yeah, I physically got sick up there. You just thought I was being a bad Auburn fan. Like there, There's mm-hmm. still some, like, getting to look at the history of football because I'm a big football guy. Mm-hmm. Right. Football, baseball, I love that. Um, Looking at the history of fo- sports and all that, I love watching, looking at just different universities, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, that was that was the first time I ever went to Tuscaloosa. I got sick. I mean, it was <laughs> I've bad. never
0: been to Tuscaloosa, so. I don't plan twice. on going back. <laughs> I don't
1: like it. But it's like first time I ever went there. I don't plan on going back. Who can like that place? I just. Tusk, people who went uh, to Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> how about us? I mean, be like honest. I have a lot of
2: friends who go there because my high school, I think 30 people went to Auburn and like. Fifty people or something went to Bama, so I have a lot of friends there. So I've gone over there a few times.
1: But See, that's the complete opposite. Like I have Troy right yeah. down, there, right down the road from me, mm-hmm. and uh, they have a campus in Dothan, mm-hmm. and so I have buddies who went to Troy. Like like ten or twelve of them like went to Troy, and they were all in a fraternity together. And
2: using the restroom. Yeah. Me and Ethan keep
4: carrying
1: on. Oh yeah. Well, uh, and he sat there and uh, he talked about uh. He goes, yeah. He goes. You either went to the community college, community colleges down there, in Dothan or you went to Troy, mm-hmm. and then you had some that went to Auburn.
4: Yeah,
1: you didn't have, but like one or two ever go to Alabama.
2: Well, see, because I'm from Birmingham and Tuscaloosa from Birmingham is about, about 45 minutes away.
1: Oh, that's not far. See, no, that's real close. See, that's like going to Troy for us down there. Is it's 45 minutes to Troy. Mm-hmm. Like I can't tell you how many games I've gone to Troy and watched them play. Mm-hmm. Um, still my favorite is going to. Uh, we got tickets. To watch uh, them play against the oh ULM Warhawks, I think is what mm-hmm. it was. Cannot remember. Don't don't quote Louisiana me on yeah. mm-hmm. Um Yeah, and we watched them actually. I we'll graduated
2: s- from there actually. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, we're throwing out useful knowledge now, mm-hmm. and uh, we went watch the game. We had tickets for like the nosebleeds. Well, we were uh, on yeah. the ULM side, mm-hmm. and so there is literally absolutely nobody there. It's like, why are we sitting four in the upper deck up here, fourth rows from the top? Well, I go sit right down there in front and see. I was, I was uh high school, mm-hmm. like I will say like sophomore, freshman, sophomore, junior, maybe.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And there's the cheerleaders right in front of us. I'm like, why don't I go down there and sit in front of the cheerleaders? Like that. That was the most fun because at, uh, at halftime they come up there and sat with us at the end of half. And we just got to talk with them, and it was just, it was yeah. not, I mean, it was great. Like, and it's funny because, like, most people think, oh, the the people, that, the cheerleaders, oh, they don't know about football. Oh, they, Some of them people, they knew. Like, they were going, <laughs> oh, yeah, so and so's been run for like 285 yards the last two games. It's like, do what? Like, it throws you off because you don't think. And, and you always hear the ter- stereotypical stuff, like, oh, they can't be, uh, they, oh, they're cheerleaders. I they don't like football. They some of them get diehard into oh, yeah. it.
2: I mean when you're at, you know, every game and at, assuming if you're a cheerleader in college, you're you at most likely high school even.
1: High school. high school you're there every game. You're at every football, basketball. Um mm-hmm. see so and we didn't have cheerleaders in baseball. That's just yeah. that's a little like weird. some of
0: them like
2: they've been around football for eight years and you know, if you're around sport for eight years, you're eight years,
1: up at least Some of them have been something. doing it since yeah. they were like five and six years old. True, true. I mean, back home, we had uh, Little League football. Same, here. yeah. So I and know, uh, yeah. you started at five, six years old, and mm-hmm. you went all the way to, you graduated high school. Mm-hmm. And I played, I, I started playing, like that from, from I think like seven, eight years old, I started playing football, and I played all the time I graduated. mm mm-hmm. I mean, I love, and, uh, but now. See, you
2: had to quit it freshman year, but that's a whole other story.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, we had a, uh, I think one year we had like 22, 21, 22 people. Our entire team. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah. So you had just barely. If somebody got hurt, you're kind of screwed. You couldn't scrimmage really. I mean, that was the yeah. thing. Like you couldn't scrimmage. Mm-hmm. But uh we didn't have no high school fishing and all that growing up.
2: I think we got high school fishing at Trustful. I think like my junior or sophomore year. But by that point, I was so into lacrosse. That like I didn't have time for. now it.
1: that that's like that is a manly sport, of lacrosse. Like I'm not even lying. Like you, you get, get hit so one much of
2: them. Hate, it's hilarious. You get <laughs> hit
1: with one. Them, what do they call the sticks or what? The stick, yeah. I didn't know if there was a proper name for it, but you get hit one of them Shout. things. I feel like that thing gets.
2: <laughs> oh no! It's I, I know. I feel know. like it hurts. One of my best friends from high school. I remember. Oh, here we go. Make us
0: back. I'm about to roast Mitchell for being a lacrosse <laughs> oh, let's, player. Let's go. But, oh yeah. Um, one of my like
3: he. I
2: know a couple people who broke their hands just from like, getting it whacked. It, it's a dip, It's interesting sport for
1: sure. I, mean,
2: I, I love it.
1: I, I mean, hockey's another man. I mean, that that is. I've always wanted to play hockey just because well, you got to be a man to play hockey. Like, lacrosse is
2: basically and, like a mix
0: between hockey yeah. and soccer almost. I tell you what, my baseball coach told us. Oh lord, the old <laughs> lacrosse baseball no. feud is great. <laughs> no, no, no. I, don't, I think
1: the football lacrosse said, was just yeah. just right up
0: under it. My baseball coach said soccer's for guys who can't play baseball and lacrosse is for girls. <laughs> no, soccer <laughs> is for it, soccer is for girls who can't play
1: football. Because uh, if you ever watch women's soccer, that's actually uh, they they get physical in that. Mm-hmm. Watching men do it is just they're just they're too they're wimpy. Like you, you barely touch somebody and they. At least lacrosse uh, is a contact sport. You know exactly. What I mean? I'll
0: tell you what I really liked was the lingerie football league. <laughs> that was just Grade A entertainment <laughs> It was I'm not wrong
1: But Them girls would lay somebody out They, would. Like they would They didn't play I think around I enjoyment out of taking somebody's head off Like I'm talking like,
0: Fear Like
1: oh yeah Like Some of them girls I would be scared to go again like, <laughs> That was just like
0: yeah, I close really- line them I'm really dead. nah.
1: There's some <laughs> of some big girls out here. Like they just look like they've been hitting the gym too much. Oh yeah.
2: So I know we got into the legend of hard to beat. I want to hear a little bit about the legend of Dirty Mike because I know like we talked about oh, going into that. The first episode we never did. I kind of want to hear about that.
0: What do you want so to hear?
3: Should start, start? So we just start.
2: Like I, I remember sophomore year first meeting.
0: I'll tell you something's funny. Um, the Auburn Bass team is not the first time my nickname has been Dirty Mike. That does not surprise me.
2: That does not surprise me one one bit at all. Like,
0: like growing up in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. playing football and stuff out in the neighborhood in the summer, I was just Dirty Mike. Were you a dirty player in high school, Dirty? I wasn't a was dirty that, player. Was that, is that why they called you Dirty Mike? But, boy? like, I was one of those kids who, like, when we we're playing football, mm-hmm. I'm getting after it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like, like, and, like, by the time we're done, I'm just covered in dirt. Okay, okay. See, now that is like, like, it was a very cool? literal term. Yeah. Okay. yeah
2: I mean, so now
0: mm-hmm. the second coming, like, my <laughs> more – my more. Uh,
2: so before you get into, like, that first meeting, I kind of want to tell the story from my perspective. Yeah,
0: yeah. Let's hear it from your perspective. So
2: this was my sophomore year on the team, and you know, every year, like, we have our introductory – introductory meeting first meeting of the year so anyone who's interested in joining the team can come and you know, just kind of see what it's like and we go around for every new new guy or new guy or girl that comes and you know just introduce themselves know their name major and like biggest fish is typically what we do right and i remember <laughs> just sitting there and mike standing up goes hello like first time talking to anybody to everybody on the team <laughs> not anybody on the team but you get what i'm saying just hello. I'm Dirty Mike and the whole room erupts in laughter like in the <laughs> You're not expecting
0: it. In the span of 3 seconds, I became the most popular person on the fishing exactly. team. Exactly. <laughs> Everyone
2: oh, yeah. wanted to talk to me. And him, this was all like thanks Mike.
0: This was all thanks to um Tiffany because she no shout-outs, yeah. She was mm-hmm. sitting next to me and she looks at me. I don't even know this girl. She mm-hmm. She's a girl on the team. She we just happened to sit next to each other, and she looks at me, and she goes, she, I, like, I guess we, we started talking, and I introduced myself as Mike, mm-hmm. and she goes, I bet you don't have the balls to introduce yourself as Dirty Mike. And I said, all right, let's yeah. do it. <laughs> <laughs> and so right then, right then it happened, and uh, – I was instantly known by every person in this room, like it was just mm-hmm. one of those situations where I did something yeah. to make myself stand out, and I standed out. And I stood out. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so the names kind of just stuck, um, but I feel like I feel like my persona, my personality, mm-hmm. as far as hanging out with people from the team yeah. and doing stuff, just the 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 way i talk and the things i say it kind of just goes with the whole name dirty mm-hmm. mike like <laughs> i don't have much of a filter let's leave it yeah. let's let's leave it there um i know you i get, don't I know get carried away at times mm-hmm. and uh, so i guess my personality <laughs> just kind of fits with the name dirty mike mm-hmm. i guess that engine running and it just kind of once you once you prime this pump <laughs> It's time to go. (laughs) As my granddaddy would say, he has
1: got diabetes of the blowhole.
2: (laughs) That's great. Diabetes of the blowhole. I'm trying to think. So, I know like most people's impressions of me when I first joined, and I know this was a year before y'all joined the team. Right. Had to have been interesting. (laughs) Like, why is that? So I don't really talk about this whole lot, but if you look, go through my Instagram, you'll kind of see what I'm referring to. So this goes back to well, now s- I got to
1: see the picture. You got
2: yeah, you, yeah. You, so you know where I'm going with this. I got to see
1: the picture now, just so I can reference it. I probably know what you're talking about, but You
2: probably know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, uh, so let's start the story back summer after senior year high school. Okay. I remember one of my my one of my best friends, Trevor. We were. What was it? We were in Walmart or something. Just talking around, and he mentioned something. It's like, I'm going to get a blonde streak in my hair. And I just looked at him and go, if you get a blonde streak, I'll get a blonde streak. Two weeks later, I remember sitting in both of our friends' house. They're bleaching our hair. <laughs> so this is, you know, like summer, like I have a blonde streak. Cause, you know, I, I wear my hair it's up and stuff, so there's just a blonde streak going through it. So yeah, little then bit I get the color still there. I think I joined the lacrosse team here first. And then did that for a little bit, like a few weeks, and it was practice at like eight to ten PM at night every weekday at eight AM so I'm like, I'm not doing this. Joined the Bass team. Best decision I ever made. Honestly the best decision I ever made quitting lacrosse and joining the Bass team. Just the friends I've made on this team, just the stories and everything is fantastic. But I it remember pr- it Wolf
0: pretty much is its own like fraternity. <laughs> Like oh yeah, it
1: mm-hmm. it really is like. Mm-hmm. I do think we need to come up with our own Greek letters. Just get that. I f- was just said.
0: F- let's just call it the Fish House. You got the Farmhouse. Yeah. yeah. Fish House. Why aren't we the Fish House? But we need some
1: big donors to build us a Fish House. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I remember I joined the team late. It, this was like the third qualifier or something we okay. had, or something. I remember, like just going into it, it was just awkward. I remember. I don't think I know. Armando?
0: I know Armando, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: So he was president at the time. I was like, yes, sir, and stuff. He goes, you did not have to call me. I, I just, like, embarrassed myself. I felt like I was embarrassed. Well, Armando, myself.
1: wasn't he like Anthony? Like he was, yeah, no, yeah, he, yeah, he was older. He was like, older. Like he, but at
2: the same time, it's like, you know, we're all in college. It's not a, he was like 30. I was Yeah. 19, so like, yeah, that makes sense. But,
1: but he was almost old enough to have fathered you, so that kind of. I hope not.
2: <laughs> he would be 10 years old. And what are you talking about? <laughs> it's a young pregnancy. <laughs>
1: I just said I said almost okay, <laughs> but
2: looks like me coming into the bass team, wearing I think I was wearing like skinny like it, I just looked very out of place with a blonde streak. Looking back at it now, it's just a <laughs> blonde hilarious streak to look. and skinny
1: you're, jeans. That is your jeans. new Halloween costume for next year. You're just mm-hmm. alternative.
2: Oh yeah, oh yeah, alt. My personality is all over the place.
0: It, it's hilarious. I, so I well.
1: kind of want to see that now, like Halloween. That's got to come back. Halloween, Mitchell's bringing back the Blonde Street. Maybe, maybe we need to have My parents jeans. would
2: kill me <laughs> if I brought back the Blonde Maybe we street. need
0: to hype up a, a Halloween party for the Bass team. Mm-hmm. Maybe hopefully, we'll do a little- Hopefully COVID. Maybe we can find yeah. some- yeah. Maybe we can find some footage, take some footage at this Halloween party that's uh, YouTube- yep. <laughs> <laughs> Friendly? Yeah. Friendly. Mm-hmm. Friendly. That's friendly. a good word. Um, oh my God. Yeah. So what do you think about the bass team? You happy you joined? Oh yeah, I'm. I'm. At, I've met
1: guys that I'll be friends with for the rest of my life. And I, I can call them at any time. I think if I need anything, so that kind of. But uh, I enjoy. It really it. is a brotherhood. Mm-hmm. It is like I
0: mean. it. It, it tru- Like it sounds so cliche, but and, it truly and what's is. funny is that,
1: like you do have guys like like you've had, like you've you definitely it's like almost like your brothers. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, you have issues with some of your brothers, and you may have disagreements, but at the end of the day, you all know where y'all stand. Mm-hmm. Right. And, uh, I mean,
0: that's just... And you can clear the air and you can move on. Yeah, I mean... Is it bad blood or, or or good blood? Well, then there's, there, there are certain people
1: that kind of... And uh, they kind of still... And that's I think that's the way it is. Like, you always get that one brother you just can't... Mm-hmm. It just aggravates you. <laughs> yeah. I don't have any brothers, <laughs> but... Uh, so I don't know. Th- I mean, but who I,
0: aggravates you.
1: I'm gonna keep that uh, to myself. <laughs> it's not anybody on the team now. I'll just say that, like, okay. it's not be current members. <laughs> okay. There's a couple <laughs> former members, and I think they know who they are. Mm. Like somebody deserved to tote one one day at a tournament. I'm not gonna say who it is, but if he ever raised his voice at me like that again, I promise you, I was gonna put him
0: through the pavement. <laughs> Not even joking. I like where this conversation is mm-hmm. going.
2: But even like to add on, not to the n- disagreement part. No, but like, but like there's still guys who have graduated who I still still talk to very frequently. Absolutely,
0: oh.
1: yeah. The um, I just know a lot of guys that graduated because honestly, I got there really really late for them guys. Mm-hmm. But like guys on the team now, mm-hmm. we have I think everybody has that core group. They really hang out with a ton. Yeah, but I think for everybody sure. does not have a problem hanging out with each other in a whole. No I, even
2: no, I agree with yeah. that, 100%. And I wouldn't call it, like, you know, there's, like, if you think back to high school, there was cliques. It's, there's so like little cliques hang out within the team. Oh, yeah. And but I I mean, it's not even cliques. No, because uh, you
1: still, cause because with cliques, you disagree with them completely. And or you, you don't
2: talk to anyone else. Right,
1: you still talk to everybody on yeah, the team. There's That's friend groups
2: within the team. Oh, yeah.
1: It's, you know. But I don't think, at any point you know, in time, I think like anybody can go hang out with each member of the team but, and yeah. still be, hey, we're cool.
0: Like, yeah. I mean. Like, there's nobody on the team, like, say I was a, I was downtown and I was hanging out. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. If I saw them, there's nobody on the team where I'm like, oh, crap, let's avoid them. Exactly.
1: You no, know no, I mean? no. It's always good fun. And that's a great thing. Like, we can all go hang out downtown mm-hmm. and run around and have some fun. But, at the end of the day, I mean, if you do have problems with somebody, you
0: can't talk with them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you say, listen. We're, listen. Just all on a, we're all on a, a very... Open level. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. it's a very open dialogue between it all is. this. And I don't and think I really I, like that about the team.
1: But, uh, yeah, they... But, uh, what else we talk about? Yeah.
0: We're just talking about everything. I, don't know. Yeah. I mean, we're Nothing just running. Specifically. Nothing really. Uh, what tournaments you got coming up, Ethan?
1: I got one this weekend on Seminole that I'm, I'm looking forward to. The Where guy. y'all putting in that? Uh, Bagley State Park. Okay.
3: What's
1: that? Uh, it's Mid Lake area. It's actually on the lake. It's the, uh,
0: is that the state park near yes.
1: fish pond drain? Oh uh, yes. Okay. okay. Yeah. Somewhere around in there. Uh, Ray's Lake area, fish pond, okay. stuff yeah, okay. like that. Mm-hmm. I got you. Um, I'm really looking forward to the guy I'm fishing with. I drew out with, he won it last year. So I'm I'm really excited because, uh, he, and he's a hammer in general. I'm mean, with our, and, uh, just trying to make my, trying to make our club, the way our club sets up back home is, uh, you fish tournaments throughout the year. And, uh, Trying to make the classic. I'm sitting at fourth in points right now, so.
0: How much tournaments you got left?
1: We've got, uh, next month we've got our regular tournament, which is uh, April, no, yeah, April the 10th, and then we got our two-day, which okay. we have three two-day events throughout the year. We have one in April, one in June, July, somewhere in there, always at Fall. It's a half-day tournament. Uh, you put in, and you put in, I think, you put in early, like break of dawn, like I mean, crack crack of daylight, you're blasting off. Mm-hmm. And uh, you'll fish till lunchtime, somewhere in there, one, two o'clock, and then uh, you'll fish do that for two days, and then we have our fall two day, which is a usually we go like to Lay, Mitchell, Logan, Martin, Jordan, Mm -hmm. somewhere in there, Um, and it's usually daylight till four thirty.
4: Okay.
1: Like it's not like oh it's not like oh I'm fishing eight hours. No, you're fishing like twelve hours sometimes.
4: Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. mean, We fished one at Seminole. A regular turn one day tournament. We fished. We blasted off at four thirty, mm-hmm. like it was cracking daylight. Four thirty, <laughs> okay. and we In the didn't. Summer, I'm assuming. Oh yeah, yeah it I'm was assuming. summer, and we fished till four thirty.
2: <laughs> oh my, that's a long yeah. day.
1: And it, when it's 95, 100 degrees out there, oh, yeah. it, mm-hmm. you're just pouring sweat. I don't care how much sunscreen you put on, or how many. I mean, you could oh, die cold rags, or how mm-hmm. much. I think I went through a half a case of water that day.
0: Holy cow!
1: I mean, you just drink water. I mean, body armor, yeah. body armor helps, but at 100 degrees and you're just perent- nothing I mean, helps for that temperature. Mm-hmm. No, and uh,
0: and the humidity we got oh around gosh. here, Seriously? the gnats, the gnats, yeah. and the mosquitoes. Yeah, if there's no wind blowing and them hydrilla gnats start messing with you, Hey, we
1: got to be hydrilla gnats. It's just I'm aggravating gnats.
0: <laughs> I was. I remember fishing on
2: Lake Wilson at night in the summer one time. The amount of nat like, I, I couldn't fish because there were so many. Really, it was it was uncomfortable. Like they just you know kept. I don't know what it is. Like it's you know, flying into you, it's just I mean, annoying. They're the
0: most aggravating. Mm-hmm. It it just like it it. Like you try to deal with it, and if you're not catching fish, and you're just like a little stressed out or whatever, mm-hmm. like they it, drive they you drive you bonkers. Mm-hmm. But I will I say, going
2: oh. off of that, Lake Wilson, one of the most underrated lakes in America. Oh gosh, I've heard I have heard
1: that. Oh, uh, when they it's have my favorite lake to fish, they have the ACA. They used to. They moved it this year. Mm-hmm. They moved it to somewhere else this year. Mm-hmm. The national championships was, was up there for I think ten years or fifteen. Up there at Pickwick. Mm-hmm. And you can fish Pickwick and Wilson a lot through. Yep. And I had a practice day up there at Wilson. I think we caught 20, 30 fish that day.
3: Does
2: not surprise me.
1: But they were... Yeah. The fish you I think we had Wilson like. good. I think we had like 19 pounds. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was ridiculous. We had a four and a three anchoring that thing. And I was like, it was like a big three. It was like a 380 something. Mm-hmm. Like it was... There's some big fish up there, but there are some small fish up there. Yeah, but, but uh, I uh, I got a buddy back home that guides up there on Wilson, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh yeah, you gotta do this and this and this when you go up there and fish it." I'm like, "What do you throw?" He goes, <laughs> "Oh, I'm throwing shiners." Well, I can't throw shiners in a yeah, tournament. Yeah, that, that, that don't
2: I mean, count. That don't count. Come on yeah, now. there are people who whack like, oh yeah, it's not, it's not common, but it's not. Uncom- it's not right. unheard of right. to catch an eight pound smallmouth.
1: Oh no, uh-huh. no! Uh, what's the state record? Eight something?
2: No, no it's um ten.
1: No, twelve. it's not ten twelve. Smallmouth? Ye-
2: yes, it is because <laughs> the world record was for smallmouth was out of Wilson. Yeah, no, in the fifties. Yeah, it's like eight fourteen. No, I, I can guarantee you it's over ten. I, I will put twenty bucks on this right now. It's over ten. Ooh. All right. I'm looking it up. I, I will Venmo. I'm about
1: to make twenty bucks. nope.
0: We're talking about the state of Alabama, right? State yes, of Alabama. Yes, the state of Alabama.
2: Smallmouth record. Because the world record was eight like eleven or eight in, fourteen and fifty two, I believe. Let's. I knew it. Yeah, Ten eight.
0: The state of Alabama record for a smallmouth bass. 10 pounds 8 ounces I told you What was that called?
2: 1952?
0: The Wheeler the Wheeler dam Oh, Wilson. they called it off a of Wheeler. No, 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 no. The Head, the, the tail the oh, yeah. Lake. It's, it's the Wheeler dam.
2: 1952? Is that right?
0: It doesn't show a date. Yeah, it
1: does. Oh god, it don't show the date. If you click it, it I can go show. the website.
0: It, it was in the
2: 50s. It was way back when. I believe. It it was not recent, I can tell you that much.
0: 1950?
2: okay okay
1: see I think the the largest one caught off of of Wilson mm-hmm. I at Pickwick is 811, I think so you look I I mean, think? yeah because yeah, uh okay. they don't really grow that big one.
2: I, uh, I don't think you could find them now that big. Oh, uh, there's it.
0: one out there. I mean, was the TVA just... even damned at that point? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the TVA yeah. was damned a long time ago. It was just, the 30s. Like the 30s, 30s right? or 40s. 40s it yeah. yeah. part of the, uh, but, the New Dealer. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something like that. It yeah. was part of Thanks the, to FDR. Uh, yep. the recovery of the oh. Great Depression. Yeah. We're getting into history. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we need to We're do that. talking about everything tonight. I don't know. We're covering all our bases. What else do we
2: want to talk about? I have a question. I don't know if I should ask it.
0: You need to ask it.
2: Okay, so, on the team, who do you think is the best fisherman overall? Because I have one guy in mind.
0: Overall bass fishing or overall fishing? Bass fishing. Okay. Which species are we talking about?
2: Just in general. Because I have... One guy in mind. My
0: answer is going to surprise y'all very much. I'm very okay. torn on this. Like, because
2: wow. I mean, okay. I mean, that we've that got
1: some good guys that are good largemouth, and mm-hmm. we've got some good guys that are good smallmouth, and then we've got guys who are excellent spot fishermen. Mm-hmm. And
2: but overall, but like but overall, all three of them. And the, and the thing is, like, there is a lot of good fishermen on this team. That's the thing. Yeah, so I mean, hard, but for me, there's one guy who sticks out.
0: My answer. And he's, and this off. isn't
2: supposed to, you know, like, yeah, anybody yeah. off or anything. No,
0: I man, this is our opinion because I mean, just as far uh, as being a well rounded angler, someone who I feel like you can put him anywhere and he's going to figure he, out how yeah. to catch him, I'm going Canada Rob. Exactly. That's my answer.
1: See, I thought about Canadian Rob, I really did. I was like, like I, he, but he just, oh, he, he catches just, them. I mean, he, he figures he, out how to catch them, he just limit.
0: understands bass fishing. Mm-hmm. I mean. Chase Clark. Okay.
1: I fish with Chase Clark. I've seen what he does and how he breaks down the water. Chase is a beast. Chase. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, they really – I mean, he knows how to catch them, too. I mean, and what's funny is they kind of fish together, so that kind of makes Mm -hmm. it a real – Yeah. But uh, I fish with Chase. Chase knows a lot about fishing. Mm -hmm. He 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 knows a lot. Yeah. I mean – 100%. Oh, yeah. I mean, and he really – the only thing – I don't think there's really a guy who really is good – that sticks out. That really just slow fish knows how to slow fish the right way. Mm-hmm. For like when slow
0: fishing is a thing of the past, yet I still love to do it. <laughs> oh, I love it. Like I do it too. if yeah. I, I mean, I'll, nothing, be, I'll fish a tournament. I'll be fishing. I'm like, I just feel comfortable, but I'm just like in my head. I'm like, I'm just like, fishing too mm-hmm. slow. I I'm, know I'm fishing too slow right now. I feel I like I am it. that
1: guy that if when I come into an area and I catch two two fish out of it. You're gonna hate to come back behind me because I'm going to catch. If there's five fish in that area, I'm gonna catch them, mm-hmm. I'm, or at least sore mouth them.
4: I mean, yeah. I'm gonna
1: at least <laughs> I'm gonna put a hook in them. Yeah, uh, that's just not even because that's the way I was taught. I was taught you yeah. slow down, you break down the area. You when you break down that area, yeah. you mm-hmm. fish everything in that. I mean, that's what's funny. The first uh, tournament I fished with, uh, mm-hmm. first tournament I fished a couple years ago,
3: mm-hmm.
1: we were fishing on. What lake was it? I Mitchell. Me and Chase but, but Clark Chase, were fishing yeah, on Mitchell. That. And I pull up to the boat ramp. I got like 30 rods on the deck. 30 or 40 rods on the deck of my boat. Mm-hmm. And they're like, think I, th- I think you robbed bass brush Shops on the mm-hmm. way at- down. I go, no, this is literally what. And I had something different tied on every single mm-hmm. rod. And the one thing I didn't really. I I'd normally throw. And I, this is what I've always thrown. Dad throws them, so I kind of throw what he throws. Mm-hmm. Uh, he threw warrior with spinner Yep, and they are great spinnerbaits baits yep. for this time of the year. Um, that's just what he throws, so I ended up throwing them. Mm-hmm. Um, I just did, and I didn't have one.
3: Yep. Like,
1: that was the first tournament I don't think I've ever had. I did not have a single warrior on my boat.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And Chase Clark beat my rear end out of my boat on my spots. And we finished fourth. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Fourth or fifth, something like that. I had to go back. It's on my Instagram feed. Um, It's not hard to find because I don't post that much. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like one of the 40-year-old dads that don't post anything. Mm-hmm. But but uh, it was just ridiculous. I mean, we didn't catch but five. Yeah. But dad went and practiced before. and He's like, I'm going to run the boat, make sure things are good. We had fished it in a while. He throws. He goes out and catches like sixteen pounds in practice, and I'm like, and he's sending me these pictures. I'm like, we about to go wreck him. Like yeah. this ain't even like, <laughs> right, and we we didn't get about five five or six bites all day. We called once. Mm-hmm.
4: Jeez,
1: I mean, it was. But now the bites we're getting were right quality. Mm-hmm. I think we had like twelve pounds or something. There's some mm-hmm. giants, but in that, like, there's a picture on my uh. On my Instagram, the dad of dad when he was on Mitchell, mm-hmm. and that was the tournament. Him and his partner had forty two pounds And
2: five fish.
1: No, but that was uh, they had oh, ten, ten it, fish. Okay, they had Still, they were, yeah. yeah ten fish ten fish limit. They had forty two pounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you think about that.
0: Yeah, no, that's, that's that's a haul.
1: That's a haul.
0: That is a haul.
1: A
2: little under four and a quarter average. I mean.
1: They were catching some giant spots, mm-hmm. and they won that tournament by, like, was, he said, and he tells a story, he goes, yeah, he said they had some young guns that were coming up in the club, and they're like, yeah, man, we just, uh, y'all old guys, we just about to get breaks off y'all. y'all ain't. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, we'll do what we can. I mean, and he goes out here and catches 42 pounds, and they're like, well, we just got our teeth kicked in. Like, I think they <laughs> caught 12 pounds between the two of them. Jeez. Ten fish, twelve pounds. Like that that is a struggle day if you've ever had one. Yeah. Like you can at least catch one two pounder in that thing. Mm-hmm. No, you catch him pound twos. Yeah. I mean, that just was that was nasty. I mean, and dad just started. He said, he every time he tells that story, and I've heard it from multiple guys that tell that story. And they said that was some of the guys that was the first time they'd ever seen my dad fish.
4: Huh.
1: And they were like, We might just get our money taken from us every single time. (laughs) And see, back in the '90s and early 2000s, he used to fish. They used to fish every first term of the year in January Mm -hmm. was on Martin. Okay. And he fished Martin, and he won. There's like six years in a row he won it on Martin every single year. They quit. They will not go to a spot lake in January ever. Again, like that, that I think they put that in the bylaws. We're not allowed to go to a spot lake in January because they get their teeth kicked in. I was like, and it's just when you have 20, almost 30 years of experience on fishing spots, Mm -hmm. that kind of, I mean, and then again, that's why you talk about the guys being most versatile. We were talking about earlier, right? Experience matters when it goes to tournaments, and and that was something we were watching. I was watching the uh, MLF at UFOLA. Mm-hmm. and they were talking about Mark Davis mm-hmm. and how he made it to the final day, but you know what he was fishing like? If you go watch Denny Brower and all them back in the day fishing on Ufala,
4: mm-hmm.
1: he was fishing old school follow, Taking a jig, dragging a worm, mm-hmm. and you just fish slow. And there was a comment made by KVD. He said, I just can't fish that slow. That's just too slow for me. Yeah, he made it top 10 in, uh you sitting? Mm-hmm. I mean and, uh, again not a knock on Kevin Van down, but sometimes you fish too fast, mm-hmm. you miss the fish. Sometimes
0: fish is too slow, you miss the fish too. But you it's gotta a, let the fish tell you, you got what to they tell want. you yeah. what the fish do. Mark mm-hmm. Mark Davis is just that that old textbook definition of pawpaw fishing. But look at how many cats... Chexy caches exactly. Yeah, you know, that. I,
1: and that's like that's why I like Mark Davis, and Mark Rose. Those guys fish so slow, but when it comes to time kind of to pick it up and move, mm-hmm. they can do it. Yeah, like mm-hmm. they, there's times. But now, if they can fish slow and beat your brakes, and they don't, they don't have to burn as much energy as you do.
4: Yeah,
1: I mean that's the funny thing is. Like I think about these guys who fish. I mean they're burning it. Trail motor 100 all day. Wide open. When they get back in at the end of the day, when you're fishing for three days and you're fishing for four or five, depending on practice, and you're wide open for five days, mm-hmm. when you go to lay down at night, you're dead. You're dead. You're
0: crashed.
1: 100%. And the guys who fish slow, there's the guys the first days, the first, second days of the tournament are going, all righty, we're still good. They're going, there's the guys going into day three. They're going, I still got a little bit left in the tank. I can go beat y'all. Mm-hmm. And I think that – I don't think it's not about your spot or your mindset. I think it's about your energy level. Yeah. Like, when you get to those three-day tournaments – with that. It's all about how much you got left in the tank.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, it's it's the ones that are going to dig down both, deep and both, find that
0: little bit. Both energy-wise and what you got to fish. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, what you got to fish helps. I mean, it, it's – if you got a good sack of fish, you go catch. I mean – there was something uh, somebody said one time on the pros. He goes, 15 pounds. He said, if you catch 15 pounds at every tournament, every day, you win Angler of the Year.
0: Yeah, 100%. Believe that, yeah. And he 100%. goes, he said,
1: it doesn't matter where you're at. He goes, you can be down in Florida and you can be getting your teeth kicked in and finished 82nd place. But there'll be those tournaments where 15 pounds, you'll be sitting top one or two.
0: Yeah, you go to Beaver Lake. You, you catch go, fifteen pounds a day or, or Martin just, or Or well um, one of these um, Highland smoke. reservoirs, you catch them fifteen pounds a day, well, you're gonna win the thing.
1: They yeah. went to uh they just come off the Tennessee River for BASS.
0: You catch fifteen pounds a day there.
1: What did Gussie catch? He caught what, fifteen pounds a day? Ended He's up about, with for four days he ended up so with like sixty three yeah. pounds. He was like yeah. sixty something. Oh yeah. man, that's that's fifteen pounds a day right there. Yeah. Uh, fifteen years some change every day. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're that's what it takes to win these tournaments. So. Yeah. I mean, turn. I think angler of the year is harder to win because you got to be good. You got to be consistent. Consistent mm-hmm. for every single. but more prestigious is winning like your champion national championships, your classics, your yeah. stuff like that. And I don't think any. I don't, I'm not taking anyone for guys. I mean, Roland Martin's probably the greatest angler of the year of all time. Nine time angler year. Never won a classic.
0: Never. Yep. Never.
1: But that does not take anything away from him. He is a great angler. Mm-hmm. Legendary Hall of Famer. I mean, Look hold at on. him
0: now. he's still busting thirty pound bags. Exactly. Yeah. I mean uh, I mean that's
1: I think when it comes to fishing, you, it's got the, the the big time tournaments get you the notor- notoriety. Yeah. Um the classics, the mm-hmm. FLW championships, the MLF Red, Red crest, crest, the heavy hitters, stuff like that. That gets you the notoriety. Mm-hmm. I don't think people th- I think people overthink or under thing I should say they're overlooked they overlook the angler of the years because you don't yeah. realize how they think oh well Santos win.
0: I think it's way bigger I think it's yeah. it's
1: it's that. harder to win an angler it's of the year 100% almost. no it's not it's like oh this guy he's just consistent because you get people go oh they're consistently catching them
2: almost getting a call but like, I
0: don't even know who it is
2: so you know no uh, no a- answer it a- we're gonna, We're gonna
0: get him on, on the podcaster. It's Logan's girlfriend. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Recording the. Cutting the
1: podcast right now.
2: Logan's girlfriend is FaceTime Dirty Mike.
0: During the podcast. Wait, what? Oh gosh.
2: I'm still trying to figure out what she's talking
1: about. Some girl got punched in the stomach maybe.
3: I <laughs> Oh, uh, this is
0: going to be on the podcast. Everybody say hi to Caitlin. the
4: <laughs> This is He's not perfect.
0: here. This is perfect timing. I mean, we need a great little. Uh, well, you're like you're taking Logan's spot on the podcast tonight. Mm-hmm. We'll talk to you later.
3: Oh my <laughs> gosh!
0: That was fantastic. That was just great. a little uh little uh guest well, guest, guest, appearance guest appearance by by, right by Caitlin Kirby. <laughs> oh.
2: she, she's gonna see this and realize you do not have her, her number saved. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna oops. Go. oops. <laughs>
0: but um, all right, we've been talking for a while. Mm-hmm. Let's get into some housekeeping. Okay. We have someone who won a giveaway. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And he has not claimed his prize. Do you want your prize? So,
2: Davis F. If I'm Davis mad, F. I can, That's I'll, it. I'll make sure it's right. I'll go back and comment on your comment on the Jordan Lee podcast and remind you, you need to contact us either through Instagram or Facebook. I will make sure that that rod gets shipped out to you because we want to fulfill our... Giveaways, so they're not. You know, we're not just saying we're giving away something that never happens.
0: Exactly, we're trying to we're trying to give you this setup, bro. Mm-hmm. It's it's a gift. It's a good setup. It's Jordan Lee. Exactly, I I mean, it's a nice run. Hey, two time classic champion. It's <laughs> yeah, nice right. real. It's
1: a good combo. I mean, Hey, it's hard um, to beat.
0: I really think. Let's say Davis F doesn't hit us up. Mm-hmm. You comment on this video, and he doesn't hit us up by the time. Mm-hmm. By the time we film our next podcast, we'll send that combo to one of the comments for tonight's video. Yep, right? We good with that?
4: Yeah,
0: I feel like that's fair. I mean, like, it's been like four
2: weeks. Should we mention all this on on Instagram or something like that? Yes, we will. Or or, should we not? And just for the people who are watching all the way through,
0: you know, I like that. I like that. For the dedicated
2: fans who watch all the way through, it's at the
0: it's at the end of the the podcast. If you're here and you're hearing this and you comment and Davis F has not given us the details we need to Mm -hmm. get him his gift, we're going to select one of you guys Mm -hmm. and send it to you. So, comment, put Wardam Eagle, AU Bass team, make a comment. Tell us something we're doing bad. Yeah. Let us know. Hey, tell us something we're doing good. Tell us how much you love it. Tell us how much you love Ethan Gilmore. Mm -hmm. Um, Let us know, and if Davis hasn't claimed his prize and given us the info we need to get him his prize, Mm -hmm. we'll pick one of you guys. So, I'm good with that. I like that. Mm -hmm. You like that, Ethan? Oh, yeah. I think it's hard to beat. It's hard to beat. It
1: It is. is. I like you comment hard to beat on the video. (laughs)
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, do, yeah. That,
0: do yeah. that. Yeah, we'll do that. Well, yeah, you know hard what? Hard to beat. You hard need to write hard to beat or H2B. One of the two. Yep, H2B or hard and to you're, beat. You do that, and you're subscribed, and you're obviously watching our video because you're yeah. in the comments. Oh, yeah,
1: yep. you got to follow Instagram. you got to follow this one. We have, I don't think we even have Facebook anymore. No, no yeah, we do. Oh, yeah. We have yeah. 6, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Yeah. you got to subscribe all That's of it. it.
0: Mm-hmm. So so do that. And let us know. Yeah. Um,
2: before we wrap it up, we want to give a big thanks to Mr. and Mrs. Parks for letting us yep. still come over here and oh, yeah. record this pa- podcast with Logan being out of town.
0: Logan's out of town preparing for a derby. And they um, have been
2: gracious enough to still let us come here. and.
0: Very nice people, beautiful home, and they mm-hmm. they let us film this here. So, Shout out to the Parks estate. Oh, yes. yeah.
1: They're putting up with the shenanigans down here.
0: Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and
2: and keep up with us. We're uh, – mm. Just we got some big things coming. I mean, we we've already uh, talked about it a little bit. I'm cramping so bad <laughs> in my way.
0: We got some we got some big things coming up. We have we have some big companies that really support our team. Mm-hmm.
2: We cannot and, do any of this without them.
0: And they support some guys who are being very successful mm-hmm. in bass fishing right now. I want to give a big and, uh, shout out. Well, don't don't. We, we can't give it away. Yeah. We got to hold on to those words. We mm-hmm. got to hype it up. Hype them up a little bit. And let's just say big name guy, big name personality.
4: Uh-huh.
0: We have a sponsorship, uh, a partnership in common with him. We're going to do what we got to do to get him on this show.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And I will say, in more than one way, he's a rival.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Oh
0: yeah. So uh, if that helps you narrow it down a little bit, narrow it down a little bit, think about who we're talking about, we're not going to give you a name. Oh, no. No. We're not going to do it. But my dog is killing it. Mm -hmm. I like him. I love watching what he's Mm -hmm. putting out, the content he's putting out. Mm -hmm. And we're going to do what it takes to get this guy on the show. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. And I think it'll be a good time maybe next week. It might not be next week. We gotta we gotta figure it yeah, out. It might be we are in communication. Bit. Let's just say that. Let's yeah. leave it there. We're in communication with him, and uh, we're looking forward to some big things. And we got other big things coming. Oh yeah, we got more giveaways coming. We got some great partners who really want to give some merchandise, some apparel, some gear oh, yeah. away.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And We're gonna make it happen. So y'all keep following. What you got left to say? Say something. <laughs> say uh, something. Uh, y'all go,
1: y'all go check out our sponsors' merch. Alright, y'all go check out the merch they got. Uh, Abbey Garcia, Berkeley, mm-hmm. um, Blue Otter, Blue Otter, yeah. Extra. Uh, t- Extra tough. Right. Y'all got Laranz. So go tough. check out that new Ghost Travel merch. That thing is awesome. They doing also, some good stuff.
0: Also, go check out our merch store. Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> I'll link it down in the comments. Oh, we're yeah. gonna
0: link that. We're gonna link in the description. Sorry, we're gonna link my boy Hard to Beats Instagram. Mm-hmm. It, it, it'll be showing up. Oh, yeah, it, it,
1: and it's, it's not hard to there. beat. So if you're <laughs> looking for that,
0: <laughs> don't search hard <laughs> to beat. Well, <laughs> don't search well, hard this, to beat. This, this is what we change. call them.
2: If you could change it to hard to beat, that'd be fantastic. Like if hard to, would to beat by itself is open, I would take that hard to beat,
0: beat fishing.
2: I'd One be bad I,
0: I, I need to look at that. But. That would be really cool.
2: Now, don't do like hard to beat 12. But oh, if no, no, beat, If hard to so.
0: beat is open. Oh, yeah. Um, Got to do it. I oh, changed yeah. mine to Dirty Mike Fishing. Yeah. I said, yeah. you know what? Screw it. I'm doing it. Full send. Just full send it. I was at Skybar when I made that decision. <laughs> <laughs> Tucker yeah. Smith talked me into it. <laughs> I said, all right, bet. That's great. Bet. <laughs> follow me at Dirty Mike Fishing. (laughs) Um, Mm, 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 mm. We got anything else? Did I miss anything? I don't think think so. I I think I've covered it all. I think we're good. Well, guys, we appreciate you watching. Um, We appreciate you following, supporting the bass team. This is what we love to do. We love our bass team, our bass fam, so Mm -hmm. we appreciate it. So, war eagle to y'all. War eagle. War eagle. All right. See ya.
2: See y'all.
0: See ya.